Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Aligned and Embodied podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Alicia. We are here to create a space of softness, flow, connection with self, and to empower you to return to your soul's essence. It was through our morning walks in the woods and our fascination and love for human design that this podcast came to be. We will combine our wisdom of mindfulness, self-regulation, spirituality, and human design to offer you inspiration and the ability to see and accept yourself exactly as you are. We are so grateful that you are here with us. Now let's get aligned and embodied. Welcome back, or welcome if you are a first-time listener to the Aligned and Embodied podcast. Um, We are going to discuss a little bit today about what alignment and embodiment means to each of us, and do a little bit of reflecting on how we're feeling uh, welcoming in a new year, which by the way, Happy New Year. Hmm. So happy new year, everyone. Um, I just want to take a quick moment and just get grounded wherever you are today. Just take a moment. Um, again with the new year, there's been so many different ideas I found, um, from social media or talking to people. And I know my head tends to get filled with things that I should be doing and setting um, New Year's resolutions. But I think for me, just putting the intention of being present daily and being soft and gentle on ourselves is probably the most beautiful gift we can give ourselves as we turn into this new calendar year. So wherever you are, just uh, plant your feet on the ground and imagine a beautiful golden light Um, coming in through the top of your head, taking a deep breath in through the front of your heart and extending that loving breath towards the back and exhaling from the front out the front. So breathing in through the front of your heart towards the back and exhaling that beautiful love and light out into the rest of the world and just take one deep breath in and exhale all right so alicia and i decided to call the podcast the aligned and embodied podcast for many reasons Um, both of these words are important to us and they're not just words they're they're terms and they're their feelings and expressions. So today we're going to talk a little bit about what being aligned and embodied actually means to us. So Alicia, why don't you tell us what alignment means to you? Hmm. So for me, alignment means being present um, with myself. And this comes with a lot of practice a lot of compassionate practice, a lot of mindfulness practice. Um, But with 
um, intertwining human design into alignment, I think it means just coming back to being and following my authority and or listening to my authority and following my strategy. So for me as a generator, um, my sacral center is my authority. That's my intuition. It's my guiding light. And pairing that with my heart um, it is where I truly can make decisions um, and proceed in regards to work and life and parenting and being a spouse by just touching in with my intuition and my sacral center. So for me, alignment is about being in balance and knowing that when I'm not feeling good, I tend to not be in alignment. So it really is a, a big practice for me. And I have, um, you know, shanker self-regulation to fall back into to ensure that I'm nourishing myself and that I'm treating myself with kindness and wellness. So it's really all about recognizing, you know, what stress feels like within my body, recognizing what calm feels like, um, being soft with myself, being soft with my friends and my family, and being able to make decisions and communicate with people about things from a soft place. And of course, this starts with practicing acts of self-care and ensuring I'm moving my body and nourishing my my body with proper foods and that I'm getting out in nature and that I'm doing things that bring balance to me, especially when we have so much injustice in the world right now. Um, I'm really digging deep to stay aligned. So simply put, alignment for me is ensuring that my words, thoughts, and actions always align with my heart and my sacral center, that all my actions and words feel peaceful and knowing that I have practices of self-care and practices of mindfulness-based stress reduction to fall back on if I'm feeling out of alignment. And with alignment comes embodiment, <laughs> which we will get to. But what what does alignment feel to you? And you found a really beautiful quote, which I absolutely love. Um, so I'd love for you to share that quote with the listeners. Yes. So I will honestly say that I have learned so much about alignment from you, Alicia, because the way that you describe alignment is so beautiful. And I, I feel like I've just learned so much about mindfulness and self-regulation through you. And I'm still learning. Um, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Alignment for me is about feeling in line with my values. So I think that to begin, we need to get really clear on like what our values are, what is important to us. Um, tuning into my splenic authority, my intuition when making decisions or responding. So yeah, I have my spleen is my authority, which means that I need to pay attention to the little soul whispers and that that quiet voice inside of myself that is my intuition and 
something that human design has gifted me is the ability to trust my my intuition on such a deeper level because knowing that it is my authority um i feel like i've just really been able to to let it in more and trust those quiet little whispers and the intuitive wisdom that i have in a way that that I wasn't before learning about human design because I was always questioning these, you know, little intuitive hits as people like to call them as being like, oh, well, that's just me thinking that instead of, you know, my higher self communicating with me or the universe. So human design has really given me the ability to trust my intuition and, and with trusting my intuition comes alignment, feeling more aligned with who I really am. Uh, when I'm aligned with how I want to show up in the world, I feel content and peaceful in my body. So that alignment and that connection to my values and my truth really does bring such feelings of peacefulness and just confidence in in who I am and what I'm here to do on this earth plane Mm, I love that and I can honestly say and Tasha and I have only really known each other for like a couple years now but I've had the privilege to be able to walk in the woods a lot over the past year um and just have seen like pre-human design Tasha (laughs) and like how the confidence that honestly glows from you with human design like you are just in your wheelhouse and I'm so grateful that you've taught me about human design and just to add like as a generator as well and Tasha explained a lot how as a projector she needs to tap into her splenic authority but for us generators, when we can tap into our sacral authority, it's you'll really, when you can tune in and embody what you're experiencing, be able to ask yourself questions. And as generators, we're good with more yes, no questions. So if I'm seeing something on social media and I can feel the fire like building up in me because I, I am a true, um, I'm passionate about, about mental health for humans of all ages Um, and right now there are so many people suffering with mental illness and you know where systems really aren't supporting us in in the way in the ways that we need them to right now in terms of mental health and well-being so it really is about okay sitting with whatever is you know firing you up and okay how do I respond do I respond this way how does that feel within my body um, and taking a moment to be quiet and be still and listening to to our intuitions is really vital right now. And mindfulness gives us that space just for clarity and connection, um, which you've been speaking a lot about, Tasha, with mm-hmm. the new book you've been reading. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I'll add to what alignment feels like for me is that feeling aligned is feeling at home Mm. and that we can't talk about alignment without talking about embodiment no um before we move on to embodiment though i will read this little piece from a book by young pablo called clarity and connection um so he's a poet as far as i know 
Um, and yeah, this piece really spoke to me and I feel like it portrays being aligned and embodied really well. So he writes, if I am always wanting, I have little time for being. Only in being can I feel real peace. And Alicia and I, you know, decided that we would figure out what our definition of alignment and embodiment means separately. And what I've noticed is that both of us brought up the word peace. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to myself go, hmm, mm-hmm. which are natural <laughs> generator sounds when you feel aligned with something. Um, yeah, it really is about coming home to peace mm-hmm. and feeling that calm within your body and recognizing what that calm feels like. And recognizing the activities and people that bring you that peace and make you feel calm. And recognizing that is what embodiment is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Before we move on to embodiment, I do want to read the definition that I found um, for being aligned. Yes. And this comes from a writer, podcaster, and coach from Birmingham named Elizabeth Dokia... I'm so sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong, but this uh, definition of alignment is beautiful and so worth sharing. So she says, alignment is when our thoughts, life choices, and direction all honor our core values. Alignment is when we listen to our intuition and move through the world embodying our true selves. Alignment is function and action with ease. And notice how she talks about embodiment with Mm -hmm. alignment and how she talks about listening to our intuition, which is a big piece of what Alicia and I both described as being alignment to us. So I love all these little synchronicities and just really goes to show that um, this work is really important and needed and, uh, yeah, I'm going on a tangent now, so I'll (laughs) pass it over to you, Alicia, and we can chat a little bit about that if you like, or we can move on to what embodiment means to us. Yeah, I think alignment is also incorporates, like, as Tasha said, coming home, but feeling safe in your home, in your internal and external environments and that comes with self-talk as well so I just invite you to stay soft on yourselves especially um, you know we're coming out of a holiday season if you're in the province of Ontario um, Mm. it feels the world feels a little upside down right now and I know I spent a lot of yesterday um shifting into like a flight mode, I guess. So my nervous system was just feeling um, the energy and it sometimes is easier for us to escape those feelings and thoughts and emotions that are happening um, in our body or in our head center. Um, But when we talk about embodiment, if we're escaping all the time, like that is not true embodiment. Um, so I actually heard a term the other day called um, having body compassion, which I really love. Um, so for me, embodiment is having compassion for 
myself. Um, when I think of embodiment, of course, I think back to um, the self-regulation framework, which is step four of self-reg, which is enhancing stress awareness. So believe it or not, many adults struggle to actually um, understand what tension feels like within their bodies or what calm feels like within their bodies. And, and science has shown us time and time again, and this is why I think I struggle with the whole happy new year and setting new year's resolutions um, is because we tend to think that we need the strict regiment of activities for us to feel aligned and to be healthier. But if we can just come back to the present moment, um, then really that's all we really need. And, you know, when we're feeling that tension within, just sitting with it and recognizing it and being soft with it and knowing that you are not that tension. You are having a wave of emotion that is bringing on this energy within your body. But instead of dismissing it and turning it into um, like maladaptive, unhealthy behaviors or coping strategies, can you just sit with it for a moment and, and breathe through it, um, journal on it, and pay attention to what your body needs in that moment. Does it need to lay down? Does it need to talk to a friend? Does it need to move? Does it need to breathe? And that's really what embodiment is, is being in tune and connected to the present moment and everything that you're feeling and paying attention to those little whispers and taking action on those whispers of what you need um, and knowing that we have to do more than just think of the habits, etc., that we want to start. We need to do more than think, oh, I'm going to do yoga because I know yoga will <laughs> help me feel good. We actually need to embody it and, and, and go through the movements and move our spine and move that energy. Um, we're not meant to be stagnant. We're human beings and we're, we're meant to move and feel so yeah I it really does come back to feeling at home within your body and feeling safe and when you can feel at home and feel safe and feel calm you can lend your calm to others and you can help others feel safe who may need your support that day that moment beautiful so embodiment to me is feeling present in my body mind and soul Mm. which is basically what you just described. <laughs> Embodiment is being in tune with my emotions, my physical sensations that I'm feeling in my body and the environment around me. And embodiment is feeling radical self-love and acceptance for all that I am. Ooh, I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like you described embodiment so well that I don't even need to add a bunch more to mm. it. You just have a really great way of taking all my mumble jumble and <laughs> <laughs> and um, like putting it in concrete, simple words, which is why we fit along so well. And like, I want to go through our human design charts and see how our energy centers mm -hmm. interact. But if you do look at our charts, um, they are quite opposite, which is yeah. why no, for me, Tasha is like an expander in my life and she's helping me like energetically um, 
she she lends me her energy that perhaps I don't have defined. Um, but we'll, vice versa. Yeah, we'll get into that more. Yeah, um, we will. Yes. Um, so yeah, alignment and embodiment go in hand in go hand in hand. Feeling in alignment is being embodied. So yeah. Um, you had a really great definition of of aligned. Did you share that yet? There it is. So, um, share the aligned. We need to share the embodied one. The embodied, yes. Yes. Sorry. That's okay. So, the definition of being embodied is um, this is by Kate Daigle, and she writes. Being embodied signifies feeling at home in your body, feeling connected to your body in a safe manner, an increased ability to be in your body in the present moment and to feel all of its sensations, emotional and physical, to feel safe and healthy an expression of your needs, desires, fears and wants through the body, an increased ability to self-soothe when feeling escalated or agitated, an ability to identify inner needs and tend to them appropriately, having connection to and acceptance of all parts of your body and yourself, and connection to your sense of self, your soul, your ability to recognize and correct cognitive distortions related to your body. And that is by Kate Daigle. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, but... I feel like I need to take some time to depict that uh, definition because it's absolutely incredible. It's really good. Um, one other thing that I would like to tie alignment and embodiment to, and something that we have both mentioned multiple times when expressing our definitions of these, these words and ways of being, is about presence. So embodiment is complete presence not in the future or the past but right here and now showing up as the version of yourself in this moment not the future version that you yearn to be just the entirety of yourself in this very moment so i think i feel like presence ties so deeply into both alignment and embodiment because in order to to feel in our bodies and feel aligned with our values. And we need to, to be present, to actually be able to, to feel those things. So when you think about um, just being present and coming home to the moment to truly you know, feel aligned and embodied, there's a little um, mindfulness tool that I love and it's really simple and I just want to share it um, with everyone and it's just about the ABCs of mindfulness. So we can use the ABCs of mindfulness in both formal and informal settings and I truly encourage you to start like a formal practice of mindfulness because when we are able to sit with intention every moment um, every morning, sorry, or evening and and practice mindfulness, it's easier for us to informally apply mindfulness into our daily practices. And mindfulness really is just a way of paying attention to the present moment 
and um, understand what is happening both inside and outside of ourselves when with an awareness that is open and compassionate um, and allowing and accepting rather than being judgmental or fixated. So using the ABCs, A is for awareness and acceptance. So we turn towards our thoughts, feelings, and experiences with awareness and acceptance. We can simply note them. Um, like if I'm feeling anxious or frustrated, so I was feeling a little anxious before coming on to this podcast because it is a cognitive stressor for both Tasha and I, right? We yep. feel a little like unknown territory. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then we have feelings of imposter syndrome creep in. So if we can just look at ourselves softly and know like, oh, hey, feelings of imposter syndrome, there you are. And just watching it float on by in the cloud um, and just recognizing that, no, like I am not an imposter. That is just a thought I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. um, and also knowing there is nothing to do, but we can be. So can we just be in the moment and shift from a thinking doing mindset to like a being mindset? And that truly is embodiment and alignment. So for A, again, we have awareness and acceptance of whatever is happening and staying soft and non-judgmental with whatever it is. Um, for B, we connect with our breath and our body. So just even as simple as slowing our breath down. And if you um, need a reminder to slow your breath down, think two, one, four, one. So inhaling in for the count of two, Holding your breath for the count of one and exhaling for the count of four. And then again, holding for one and repeating. That is one of the best ways to shift our nervous system. If we're feeling like we're in that fight, flight, freeze response, we can kind of come back online into our body again by the simple act of breathing. And finally, we have C, which is clarity and compassion. So when we can turn towards our thoughts, feelings, and experience, experiences with awareness, with our breath, um, we're able just to slow down a little to have clarity with the situation and give ourselves compassion and softness. So that's just how mindfulness kind of works. And it's a really simple practice. So just think ABCs of mindfulness, awareness and acceptance, breath and body, clarity and compassion. So on that note, um, we just wanted to reflect a little bit about the past holiday season mm -hmm. and the turning of the new calendar year. Um, I know myself, and I, I think I can speak for Tasha a little just on conversations. Yeah. Um, I know personally, I haven't really felt aligned <laughs> with this whole happy new year emphasis um and and sorry the emphasis on new year's resolutions and i think that is because i've just had this shift with human design mm -hmm. and where i am on my healing journey that really for me um how can i hold space with intention and alignment on a daily basis that works towards my goals and my dreams and my desires. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's exactly how I've been feeling. Usually around this time of year, we're recording this on January 4th, but it'll be released later than that. Um, so normally this time of year, I'm working on my dream board and doing a tarot spread for the year to come and reflecting on the past year. And it's not that I feel like those things are like, they have value. Absolutely. And I think that there are lovely things that, that you can do, but I guess like, I've just been feeling, I guess more in alignment with myself and with setting intentions quite regularly like for example i and i know alicia is as well we are lovers of the moon we very deeply follow the cycles of the moon and the cycles of the moon that also correspond with our our menstrual cycles so we're you know that's just this deep connection to our own bodies and to the cycles of the moon and nature that we're constantly setting intentions on the new moon releasing and letting go on the full moon um and those are things that you can do every single day that this emphasis around like setting new year's intentions and getting really excited about um you know these goals that that oftentimes just kind of go by the wayside so quickly unfortunately i think like the purpose of this conversation is to encourage you to to look at ways that you can bring intentions and presence into your daily life as opposed to putting so much emphasis on, you know, this short period of time around the end of one calendar year and the beginning of another and then like losing that uh, throughout the year. So yeah, I think maybe we'll go through some some ways that we both find that we use um intention in our our daily lives to kind of align ourselves with with our desires and goals mm-hmm. when we're intentional about something it really is about like focusing in the moment so focusing on who we are who you are what you do why are you doing what you're doing and when we're bringing intention into our daily lives, it means we're bringing presence along with it and checking in constantly on the inside and the outside of, you know, are you bringing intention into your daily life that feels aligned and embodied? Um, And setting intentions is a really great way to achieve your goals because simply put intentions bring like a special quality of focus to everything you do Mm -hmm. so for me like when you're doing something intentionally you are bringing your whole being to whatever you're doing you're fully present in the moment um so like when we're outside walking in the woods we do Mm. like to talk a lot but if i'm out walking in my woods which i usually do every single day alone as well is I love to practice, um, you know, mindfulness meditation in the woods. So if you do love to walk in nature like I do, can you just bring the intention to be with nature? 
And a really beautiful um, practice you can do is just sitting in front of a tree and again, bringing the ABCs of mindfulness into that present moment. And when you can bring that in, you're present and you're coming from a place of love, which is truly the most beautiful intention that you can give yourself and others. But like sitting there in nature on a rock or wherever you are, or just standing and tracing the outline of a tree. So connecting with your breath and starting at the root and like going up one side of the tree and just noticing the different branches and just trace them. And you can use your finger or, um, you know, just looking at it. And sometimes I notice like my nose is following the outline of the tree. (laughs) But um, yeah, so going like all the way up around the tree and back down to the roots is a really beautiful practice um, in nature. And it's all about active forms of rest for me um, and bringing my intention into those activities that do provide um, restoration for me. And I know you have a few of your favorite practices as well. (laughs) I would say my number one favorite practice um, for setting intentions is journaling. I love to write. Um, if I don't write every day, I feel so much less grounded and just like my brain is just buzzing with all of these like ideas and, and thoughts and, you know, some of them may even be stress and worries and, and things that are just occupying space. And I find that journaling is the best way for me to really like process those feelings, get clear on them and get them onto paper. So, um, journaling is so important to me, but I also like to do like intention journey journaling. So I am a lover of Oracle and tarot cards. So often I will pick a card and do some journaling on that and, and work that into my intention for the day. Um, And that is just like a really nice practice for me to be able to just like be aligned with with my goals. I love that. I love um, Adrian N's May You Know Joy cards for Mm -hmm. setting my daily intentions. Um, She's such a great dear friend and I just absolutely love her work and her cards. So that's one of the ways that I also like to bring intention into my day and just kind of use as like that guiding light as I go about my day and as I um, journey through the different stressors coming at me. And I also love journaling as well because it's such a great way to practice self-awareness and enhance like our self-awareness practices, Mm -hmm. which comes right back to alignment and embodiment. Something else that I really love to do that I learned through... Um, I think Vala taught me about this, but then you have as well with creating malas is Mm. doing mala meditations. Mm. That's my favorite way to practice. I actually haven't done that in a while. And like, as we were just kind of, you know, going through this, I've been thinking about how my daily practices change all the time and how I've put a lot of pressure on myself in the past to like, wake up at a certain time and and do this and do that, like have these certain things that I do every single day. And then, you know, when you you set those expectations and and intentions, 
And then there's days where you sleep in because you needed more rest or you get caught up on your phone first thing in the morning and then run out of time. Like Alicia has really taught me about staying soft with myself. So like that's number one. Um, and something else that I've learned through human design, it's part of like the, the arrows, the variables is that some people actually do better being a little bit more in the flow and doing what feels good in the moment, as opposed to some people that do really well with like a very structured, consistent, um, looking day. So I can't remember offhand cause I'm still learning about the arrows, the variables. Um, but I remember learning that one of my arrows is about being more flowy, having really, I'm also a projector, so I need to have a really slow, um, soft, like kind of waking up and, and gentle morning as opposed to like my husband, who is a generator and Alicia, who's a generator. And my husband, he flies out of bed and is like his gas tank is full and he's ready to get to work the second he opens his eyes and I am someone that hits snooze a million times and has a hard time actually getting up so my gas tank is only full if I can have an hour of quiet in the Mm. morning when I wake up and um, one of the ways that I actually bring attention into my day is practicing like a meditation as I make my coffee Mm. so like when you say oh I don't have time to meditate you do have time it only takes a few minutes and this is why I love active forms of meditation and just imagining like the, the, the farmers that grew my coffee beans and giving them thanks and imagining the journey of the coffee beans to the roaster here in Ontario. We support um, Birch Bark Coffee, which is indigenous owned, and I really enjoy their coffee and I love that part of the proceeds go back to our indigenous communities to support um, them with providing clean water for um, for their communities, but just the simple intention of being with the coffee in the morning. And, um, I went through a period over the holidays where I deleted all social media. Um, I don't have Facebook on my phone. I haven't for years, but I deleted Instagram and I logged out of Facebook and I can just attest to when we don't fill our head centers Mm -hmm. in the morning, (laughs) With all the pro-social and emotional and social stressors happening in the world, um, we really can bring a more peaceful intention into our daily lives. And yeah, it can be as simple as starting in the morning with a hot shower or mm-hmm. making your cup of tea. Um, it really is just about slowing down within your everyday habits and practices and bringing intention into that moment just being and being present and experiencing the moment through your senses yeah that's uh that's exactly what it is (laughs) it is yeah so being in nature journaling reiki Mm -hmm. yeah i like to do uh like reiki meditations or just sitting with myself and you know channeling reiki energy to to my heart space Mm. and and sending it out to the world is like just a beautiful way to to be intentional with how we use our energy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and just to piggyback 
onto the the daily intentions what I was getting at was just that it's okay if every day looks different yes right like you don't need to have and that is something that I've really learned over this past year I would say it's just like letting go of trying to have strict structure with my days um and being okay if like today I feel like going for a walk and tomorrow I feel like doing a dance movement video and the next day I feel like some yin yoga would be nourishing for me so every day doesn't need to look the same but it's the intention that goes into whatever practice that you're you're doing is like that's what really matters and focusing on how you want to feel is like the biggest thing when it comes to setting intentions it doesn't need to be you know, like I wrote this to-do list out and my intention is that I'm going to complete everything. It's like, you know, can you pick a couple things off of there that will make you feel a little bit lighter because the load will be a little lighter. Um, I love that, especially from like a self-right perspective as well. And when we can bring those intention into those intention into activities that make us feel good, we're, we're filling our own cup it. We're, we're giving ourselves energy. So like when, if we have a bucket of water and it's just stress after stress after stress, eventually that, that bucket of water is just going to overflow, right? And when that happens, we may be feeling overwhelmed and burned out and we may go offline and go into like a more fight, flight, freeze response. But when we are intentional about what we're doing and we're embodying that activity and understanding how it makes us feel in the moment ultimately those are restorative activities for us which is what we want and what which will help our immune systems and our mental health and Mm well-being and just help us feel aligned and embodied and when we can figure that out ourselves then we have the energy to help Mm. our friends and our family our spouses our students um help them recognize what makes them feel good and what they need in order to feel aligned and feel their best. Yeah. I think too, in reflecting on, um, this kind of, for me, it is a new perspective. I feel like you, Alicia, probably have been, um, feeling this kind of feeling around New Year's, maybe previous to this year, where this year is the first year that I've really been just like, I have no desire to do any of these New Year, New Me, bull crap. Um, (laughs) I've lost the feeling over the past couple of years, but for me, it was setting intentions around the new moon, Um, you know, just last Friday or Saturday, was it? The new moon. Oh my goodness. What it was on the second. Okay. So, so Sunday. Sunday, sorry. Just a couple days ago. Days? So we're we're really still in that new moon energy we right are. now yeah. on the fourth. So when this comes out, it'll you know, we'll be a little past it, but um so Karen Curry Parker's email arrived in our inboxes this morning, which felt very synchronistic because we had already planned what we were going to discuss on this podcast episode and had planned it for today. And then we get this email and Alicia had already read it and I'm screenshotting her pieces and sending it to her. Cause I was like, Oh my goodness. Like 
Everything is just lining up for us in how we're feeling, and other people are describing how we're feeling. So here is a couple paragraphs from the email that so beautifully describes exactly how we are feeling and about the Human Design New Year. So she says, I have always said that the new calendar years start with the worst planetary transits for new beginnings. We are tense, provocative, starting things without waiting for alignment, lost in ideas, and if we don't know how to interpret the key energies of the sun and the earth, we run the risk of running towards goals that make no sense and doom us to fail before we even start. It's better to think of the beginning of January as a runway to take off of the new year when the sun moves into the gate 41, the gate of imagination on January 22nd, the start of the human design new year. Mm. And then she later writes, be gentle with yourself. There's a lot going on. So friends, have those soft eyes for yourself. And perhaps um, one of our ideas about activities that help us feel aligned and embodied resonate with you. So as we leave you here today, um, we'd just love to share a really beautiful journaling prompt with you. And we'd love to know what does aligned and embodied mean to you? Um, Yeah, that's a... A great thing that you could do some reflecting upon and, you know, what daily practices are you integrating into your life that make you feel more in alignment and embodiment? Mm, Awesome. Yeah. So take some time over the next week to journal for self-awareness and journaling really helps us move that energy around and just... There's something beautiful about putting pen to paper and you can Mm -hmm. light a candle and set an intention for your journaling practice as well. So, and and please share with us. You can comment on our Instagram page or leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts and let us know what helps you feel aligned and embodied. Yeah, and if you are not currently following us on Instagram, our handle is at aligned.embodied. So you can find us over there, and uh, we look forward to more episodes and sharing our journey with you. So have a soft week, and be gentle with yourselves. See you next time.